Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I am Jim Beaver here, your host, just like I have been for almost 10 years now, keeping it locked and loaded. Welcome to everybody tuning in on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, Sports Byline, the U.S. American Forces Network Podcast, One Apple Podcast, Spotify, com, Spreaker, everywhere else you can listen to this show. Our local affiliates, man, we are all over the place. But, uh, yes, thank you guys for tuning in. It is uh, one hell of a big, big show we've got today. We are pulling out all the stops, massive slam-packed show delivered right for your listening enjoyment this weekend. We have none other than IndyCar owner Ed Carpenter, also Indy 500 pole sitter. Yes, Ed Carpenter is going to be on the show today. He's also my eSports uh, co-partner in our new IRX team. So we got Ed Carpenter on the show. Then we've got Kelly Crandall from Racer Magazine. She's also a podcaster herself. She's going to be calling in. We're going to dissect the NASCAR calendar. And then for you off-road fans, hour number two is all about off-road. Starting off at hour number two, we've got my good friend Matt Martelli with Mad Media, the man behind the Mint 400, as well as this coming weekend's UTV World Championship. He's going to be on the show to tell us all about the big event coming up, some of the celebrity guests, and uh, how you can tune in or uh, show up and enjoy the action. And then to cap it off, we've got a big one, a good friend of mine, one of the baddest dudes in desert racing, Mr. Dan McMillan, coming off an overall victory at the Baja 500 in Mexico last weekend. Dan, we got him locked in for two segments to talk about the world of desert racing, trophy trucks, and that epic victory that got the monkey off his back he just took a week ago down in San Felipe at the Baja 500. Probably talk a little bit about uh, the Baja 1000 that's here to come. And, uh, yeah, off-road. It's it's a crazy place right now, and uh, we'll use Dan to uh, help us dissect, uh, you know, what's going on in the world of off-road. So, yeah, let me tell you, full – Full pack show today, pulling out all the stops, four guests. Also, I've got some time to take some fan questions. If you got some fan questions, hit me up. It's at JimBeaver15 on Twitter. I would love to get those questions answered in the show. If you DM me on other forms of social media, I probably won't get to them until afterwards, so we'll have to cycle those in for next week's show. But thanks to all of you for tuning in. It is going to be one great two hours of radio coming at you right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Trust me, you don't want to go anywhere. Things are just getting started cranking.
Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, cranking away in the studio. We have uh, we got a big week upon us, big weekend. I mean, uh, we got IndyCar racing. We just got done with the Baja Five Hundred. Uh, you know, heading into the UTV World Championship next weekend that I will be racing. I mean, uh, we are lock loaded. It is, uh, we got a lot going on in the world of motorsports. I mean, what, Cranon just wrapped up. We crowned some, you know, some champions there in the Midwest. Um, you know, we've had some Ultra 4 racing. It was a big, big month of September. I mean, you start thinking about it. We had Lucas with a triple header. We had two Cranon events in addition to the big one there, uh, you know, on Sunday at Labor Day. Um, you know, obviously, you know, between NASCAR, NHRA, uh, everything else going on. And then, uh, you know, we got Formula D kicking back off. And, 
Uh, you know, Baja 500 going on. It's, you know, Lucasville Off-Road Racing Series with that triple header we mentioned. I mean, we got some rally coming up. It's kind of crazy. Like we said earlier, we, we were doing this show this spring going, oh, this is crickets. We don't even have a whole hell of a lot to talk about. Now, it's almost like we got too much. In a show like this, we got four guests, and, you know, we're trying to cram everything into a two-hour show, and it definitely could be a three-hour show this week. And um, definitely a good time to be a motorsports fan, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, that being said, though, uh, you know, I got the UTV World Championship coming up in a week, and, you know, I haven't talked too much about it. We'll have Matt Martelli on in hour number two to talk about that event here on the show. But, uh, uh, you know, big thing is, is I actually was able to go out and pre-run that earlier this week. Um, had my co-driver Bryant uh, come with me, and then had Mia Chapman, who I manage. Uh, you know, she's running the NA class, and her uh, her co-driver Erica Sachs, who's a world class athlete. Uh, you know, she uh, she came on, uh, you know, out too, and we went and did it. And I got to tell you, this is 29 miles of hell. It is a tough, tough UTV course. I don't know that I've ever raced on anything quite like it. Uh, you know, some sections you'd almost think it's meant for a dirt bike. It's a little bit of rock crawling, um, some really, really technical type terrain, uh, really tough to get around some of the corners in a, in a four seat car like I was in. Uh, it's got me really excited for race day. I think it's definitely going to separate, uh, you know, the, the real racers from the pretenders. Let's put it that way. I mean, there's uh, a lot of opportunities to destroy your equipment out there. And, um, you know, I'm really, really kind of excited about it. You know, it's not all often that an all-new off-road race and event comes to, um, you know, comes to uh, uh, the world of off-road. You know, it's few and far between. You know, we've only got so much open land, so many opportunities to actually race. And uh, for something like this, I mean, this terrain's never been raced on before, to actually be able to be put together and us go out and race it, I mean, that's got me pumped. It's got me amped. I mean, there's there's a <laughs> there's going to be a one heck of a fun time come race week next week and so um you know and they they've got all the festivities that you would see at the mint but it's you know here for the UTV Worlds and uh, you know it's it's going to be a fun event so uh you know I know we'll talk about it with Matt Martelli but I'm just telling you if you're in the area head out to Lake Havasu this weekend uh, this coming weekend, check out the UTV Worlds racing on Friday and Saturday. Uh, you know, you got the UTV Festival on Thursday. I think that extends through the weekend as well. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be probably one of the biggest events of the year. Uh, you know, we got people coming from all over the country out. Some of the best UTV drivers in the world. And um, you know, I really, really think this one's going to be this one's going to be huge. I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm racing in a new division, so that's got me pumped as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be uh, going to be an epic good time, and I uh, can't wait to uh, get out there and get things dirty in the dirt in Lake Havasu, especially on this, uh, this crazy, crazy course that they've uh, got laid out, you know? Um, so, you know, that's kind of one of the big things that's uh, coming up. But uh, in addition to that, man, we, we got to talk, you know, I'm a, I'm an IndyCar guy, NASCAR. We're going to jump into that with Kelly Crandall talking about that schedule. She's uh, coming up here uh, after the break. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about that NASCAR schedule, but IndyCar switching it up too with their schedule and running something a little bit different, a little lighter on ovals, a little heavier on the road courses, bringing in that new race in Nashville. I got to tell you, Nashville's got me pumped. I mean, pumped to get out there to Nashville, uh, that brand new, uh, brand new Grand Prix there, um, you know, unique, diverse track. I think unlike we've ever seen before in IndyCar, uh, you know, and, and running a little bit different, uh, format, uh, you know, a couple times in Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the GP course, uh, you know, uh, doubleheader at Texas, uh, you know, obviously Long Beach is going to be back, you know, missed that, sorely missed that this year, but, um, IndyCar pulling out all the stops, shaking it up, running an all new, uh, you know, an all new schedule and calendar for next year. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for oval fans that, uh, they're going to be a little light on the ovals, but, uh, I really, really think, uh, this is shaping up to be one hell of a 2021 for IndyCar and, 
you know, from what I understand, too, it's going to be a lot of a uh, lot of cars on the grid. I know most motorsports are you know are hurting. It sounds like IndyCar may actually be expanding their grid and and having more full time entries in twenty twenty one, which uh, you know really is unheard of right now with sponsorship dollars, things like that. But it seems like IndyCar they've got something good going for them and um, seems to be working into their favor. You know, and I know last week we talked about my good friend Zach Veach, big you know. Big, you know, friend of the show, and you know he had, uh, you know, lost his seat there at Andretti, and uh, he's looking for uh, for a ride, you know, in the, you know, for next year. But uh, sounds like James Hinchcliffe may uh, slot in and take that next year if they can find the funding. But one of the bigger stories coming out is uh, now with the McLaren team, Helio Castroneves is going to be filling in one of the seats there for an injured driver. And here you've got a legend, you know, uh, one of the greatest of all times, you know, and, and Helio is going to be running in that McLaren car. I mean, you know, first time we've seen him in. in forever run anything that wasn't a Penske car. I mean, Penske pretty much defined his career, but now we're going to see him in, uh, you know, in that McLaren, which uh, I, I think is interesting. You know, you've got uh, one of the youngest guns who's in a fight for this points championship paired with a veteran potentially next year of Hilo Castroneves' caliber. And, man, you want to talk about good things coming out of that program. I could see uh, massive things happening, uh, you know, for that program you know, um, you know, guy like Sebastian Bourdais, he's got a fine, you know, he's got a home full time there at uh, AJ Foyt Racing next year. So, you know, that's going to be some big news. But man, I don't know, IndyCar, it's going to be interesting. Now, the big, you know, I guess the biggest weight we've we've got is going to be uh, potentially uh, is going to potentially be uh, the NHRA calendar and finding out what uh, you know what what that looks like. I have no idea. I heard they're they, they're going to shake things up. Rumor is NHRA is really putting a plan in place to be uh, successful for the long haul. They don't want uh, things like twenty. 20 to ever happen again so i think we're going to see some changes to events formats and the way nhra operates but really excited to see um you know what happens for them and then uh, you know it sounds like uh, lucas oil off-road racing series little rumors i've heard potentially is that uh you know lucas oil is going to go to a spring series and run three races but uh, it's going to be three triple header weekends so nine total rounds of racing over three weekends in the spring uh, so drivers will be able to do that Lucas Oil Spring Series and then turn around and run the entire championship off-road calendar in the, um, you know, in the summer and fall. Sounds like they're looking to expand their calendar past the five events they currently have and add a few more into the mix. So uh, I, I think uh, you know, off-road is going to be an interesting calendar, and I think for uh, short-course racers, it might be the first time in a long time uh, that they can run for, for a good uh, portion of the year and uh, you know, run two full championships and not have any conflicts. You know? And I think that's uh, going to be huge if – that, in fact, actually does happen. And, you know, to Lucas Oil's credit, making that shift, obviously they didn't have Pro 4s this year, but once they do make that shift, it's going to lend itself to allowing Pro 4s to run both series. So we may see Pro 4s back in action in the Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, which has me really excited, you know. Um, and then we're also going to see, you know, it seems like the UTV divisions. you got a great crop of UTV drivers, people like Corey Weller, Miles Cheek running on the West Coast. They don't run in the Midwest. Midwest, you got the phenomenal drivers like Andrew Carlson, Jason Luberg, CJ Greaves. They don't run on the West Coast. Now, maybe we're going to see this super series of UTVs, uh, you know, going back, you know, back and forth across the country doing battle, and uh, that's got me excited, you know, as a UTV fan and a, a fan of that discipline. So, I, I don't know, uh, you know, not only that 
that, we've got what Dakar news coming out of Polaris Razor. We, you know, we talked about it last week. Now all of a sudden, uh, the driver roster was announced earlier this week. I mean, we've got Wayne and Kristen Matlock and Craig Scanlon. They're going to be manning uh, manning the team Razor at the Dakar Rally. So uh, we've got that big story with those three huge athletes. I mean, this is a massive show. We got a ton to talk about today, and uh, you know, we're just diving into things. So coming up after the break is going to be Kelly Crandall. We have an IndyCar team owner and driver Ed Carpenter, and then Matt Martelli and Dan McMillan, all here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend, fellow podcaster, Kelly Crandall with Racer Magazine to the show. What's uh, what's going on, Kelly? Here you're on the on the road to Talladega. Yeah, about to be here soon. Another exciting weekend now that I can take a break from writing all this schedule news. So I'm ready for racing once again. 
Yeah, well, and schedule news. I guess that, that's the big thing. I told you. I said we got we got. I text you and say we got to get you on this week because, wow, I I got to say this is probably the first time in a long time I'm really really excited about the NASCAR schedule. I'm not saying that I don't get excited about NASCAR, but the schedule's been pretty vanilla the past uh, few years. And uh, I got to tell you, this one's got me excited. They they threw everybody for a loop. Yeah, the word that Ben Kennedy and Steve O'Donnell used the other day was bold. They they used that a few times. Bold. And they wanted to really evolve the schedule and shake it up. And they've been talking about this for the past couple of years, but haven't really done it. I, I think normally when the schedule would come out, it'd be a date change here or a date change there. But all the tracks have been the same for years. I mean, five years, 10 years, 15 years. I mean, you can go on, go online and pull up the schedule from 2004 or 2000 or whatever it is. And by and large, the schedules are, are mostly the same when it comes to the racetracks. So to actually see them, move races to bring in new venues to change a format like at indianapolis or bristol with the dirt i I think they get a lot they should get a lot of credit because they actually have now taken the step to make the schedule different this is going to be completely different than what we've seen the past couple years well, and I think, you know, even, you know, I guess we can kind of break that, break this down a little bit because I definitely want to key in on Bristol Dirt at some point. But I think the biggest thing for me is, is a fan of motorsports in general is it's like when they made the call for uh, the Roval at Charlotte. It was something different. But I think a lot of people went, well, if you're going to add a road course, and I know there was kind of, you know, it was Charlotte. It's, you know, the, there was already a date there. But I, a lot of us go, you know, if you're going to add a road course, we've got these amazing facilities in this country that get don't, you know, get used but once or twice a year. Why aren't we going to Road America? Why aren't we going to Circuit of Americas? And I know there's a lot of politics involved, things like that. But I, I feel like NASCAR took that to heart. And now it took them a couple of years. But now we're seeing some of the best road courses in the country, some of them in the world, now being on, put on the NASCAR. NASCAR schedule like that's got me excited and not only that but we've gone from three to six now this is this is huge I mean this is there's a complete different dynamic into the way that teams approach the NASCAR series because the road course is kind of you know it was one of those where yeah they they were important but they weren't that really that important because it was only two races on the calendar but now six that's a big chunk they've got to really concentrate on their road setups well, you have to remember NASCAR handcuffed themselves a little bit when they did that five-year track sanctioning agreement, so they really couldn't change much. And that's why I think you saw a change they could make was the date that they had at Charlotte. They turned that into a role. Well, now that that agreement is up, you're seeing the fact that they can actually go to new venues. So you get a Road America, you get a Coda, the Indianapolis Road Course. So, yeah, to their credit, they knew they had to wait kind of until this agreement was up to really start making bigger moves. But they tried to kind of appease people by throwing the role in there. It was something different. But there was still that call for, you know, we need more of a balance on the schedule between intermediates, road courses, and short tracks. So I think right now it's definitely a move in the direction of the road courses because we've doubled those. And the biggest thing to to take in is that Steve O'Donnell said, you know, look, we're not done. There's still 2022 they're already looking at and beyond. So for the people who are saying, well, it's great we've got all these road courses, but what about short tracks? What about really kind of balancing the schedule out between all of these, you know, these three different types of racetracks? That's that's probably coming. That's the next thing. So. Yeah, you now have to take road courses a little bit more seriously. You're going to have to definitely pay more attention, be more prepared. They're not just uh, one-offs anymore. Uh, you know, they're, they're not something that is um, unique to the schedule anymore where you'd show up once or twice a year and, and, you know, just hope for the best. Now these teams really have to 
be prepared and incorporate this into their schedule, into their planning, into their prep, and be ready for it because they're a large chunk of the schedule. Well, you know, and, and I want to talk about, you know, one of the, one of the I guess, the surprises. And it's been rumored for a while that uh, NASCAR was looking at possibly, you know, going to Bristol Dirt. And I know there's been a big fan outcry for it. And NASCAR said that's part of the reason, you know, they listen to the fan base. But, you know, this is the first time, and I, I don't know, I mean, we're talking decades at this point, lots of decades that NASCAR at the cup level has had a dirt track on the schedule. And obviously we know trucks have been running at Eldora for a few years, and it's always, um, you know, well-tuned in on TV and, and because it's something different. But, you know, this is, wow, Kelly, I mean, this is big. You know, we talk about road courses, yeah, there's a little bit of change. But going dirt track racing for NASCAR at the cup level, I mean, this is a massive, massive change and a different approach for these teams for that one special event. Absolutely. It's going to be really unique. It's going to be different. It's going to throw these teams for a loop. It's going to see, it's going to keep them on their toes for sure. And especially the drivers, I think it was what 1970 was the last dirt race, I believe, or I could be wrong. It might be even longer than that. I think it was Richard Petty at, at in Raleigh, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. So it's been quite a while. Um, you know, Bristol has done it before. They hosted the World of Outlaws in 2000 and 2001, so they feel very confident that they know how to transform the racetrack into a dirt track. So they've got that going for them, and they think that this is the place where the cup cars will put on a good show. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying to go in open-minded. I don't know exactly why we have to put cup cars on dirt, but, again, I appreciate the fact that we are trying to shake things up. We are trying to do things differently and you know, give these teams a little bit of everything to navigate to be the best in any given season. So um, Bristol Motor Speedway did cite that it was fan demand as to why they are doing this. They said they've had people ask for this for many years. So now they've got it, and let's see how it works. So I'm trying to be optimistic. I know it is going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to tune in because it's something different and something new. Uh, you know, dirt racing fans are going to probably be very interested to see how NASCAR pulls something like this off. And again, it's the first time in a very long time that the Cup Series teams and drivers are going to have to deal with a scenario like this. So once again, why not? It's going to be exciting and just trying to, like me, just try to be optimistic and positive about it. Yeah, well, and I know, you know, one of the other big stories coming out, it's, I feel like NASCAR, they, they've had so many big stories the past week or two pop up. And I, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, there, there's so much positivity coming out of 2021 and looking at the future. And I mean, you know, if there's been one organization that somehow figured their way to maneuver through this pandemic and get people excited about next year, it's definitely NASCAR. But I want to talk a little bit about uh, one of the uh, one of the biggest news in, in all of sporting, you know, this past month was the announcement that uh, Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace, they have a new cup team. I mean, what's your take on this? I mean, I, I don't know how this can be bad. I mean, I, I'm looking at this going i know michael jordan's had uh you know he's had uh i think ama superbike teams in the past he's been involved in motorsports big motorsports fan obviously denny he's you know one of the current generation stars of nascar and then you bring in bubba wallace who uh you know by and large is probably one of the future stars of nascar obviously you know his stock has definitely increased over the last season or two but you know i'm looking at this as a big play i mean this is going to bring a lot of new eyes into nascar i think well that's the hope right is that attention like this and news like this is going to reach more than just our bubble. And I think we've already seen that because even with the announcement, which didn't have many details to begin with, other than Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan are going to be the, they're going to be the team and Bubba Wallace is going to drive for them. 
it was already reaching mainstream media and websites and news organizations that normally probably wouldn't write an everyday NASCAR story. So that right there gets the buzz rolling. Now they can keep that going when they announce a car number, when they announce sponsors, when they announce their manufacturer and their team name and all this other stuff. They they can carry that forward to really create a lot of attention going into next year. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, I'm going to be curious to see how this looks long term. You know, I definitely think to your point, it's going to put some eyeballs on the sport and everybody's going to be curious of how it goes and, you know, definitely when you have Michael Jordan, who is a legend in the NBA, coming into NASCAR and, uh, you know, a lot of talk this year about inclusion and making this uh, more open and, uh, you know, for black people and black fans and black drivers and all this. And it's just that's a perfect combination. But I want to look long term and hope that it stays that way. Hope that this is a good thing for the sport in the long run. And it's not just one of those where everybody gets excited at the start of this and, and it kind of peters out. So, you know, hopefully they'll be competitive, that they'll get the right cars and the right equipment and the right people in the right places, and it can actually be a team and be a storyline that is consistent week to week, uh, is a good thing week to week, has people talking week to week, and that would be the best way to keep people interested in the sport. Yeah. Well, talking about, uh, you know, exciting news. I mean, obviously we are in playoffs right now with NASCAR. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is crunch time here. I mean, obviously we're, uh, you know, down to, uh, the round of eight or excuse me, the round of 12 and, uh, we're going to Talladega, Kurt Busch coming off a big win there at Las Vegas. I mean, uh, what do you, what do you think over the next two rounds or, or the next two races? I mean, we've got, uh, Talladega, we've got Charlotte, we've got the Roval as we talked about, you know, I know Kevin Harvick's got a lot of momentum, but, uh, Kurt Busch taking that first victory there of uh, the round of 12 in Las Vegas. What, what do you think we've got upon us here at uh, Talladega and then at the Roval? I mean, two vastly different tracks back-to-back. Well, two vastly different tracks and two wild cards. I, I, I think that goes without saying. I, I, think, I, think the wild, I think the wildness of the Roval the last two years has proven that it can definitely shake things up in a hurry. So, And, and we know Talladega is going to do that. I mean, that's just natural. So I think this is wide open, to be honest with you. I know Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin have very healthy points gaps going into Talladega, but that could be wiped out this weekend. You know, one big big crash or lack of stage points or whatever it may be, and somebody like a, somebody else like a Kurt Busch, you know, maybe an Eric Almirola or Austin Dillon, somebody goes and takes advantage of it, and it's really going to keep turning this playoff grid on its head. So, I think it's great for the sport that we have these two races coming up that really are going to keep things wide open. It's going to keep the drivers on their toes. Nobody but Kurt Busch, as for right now, can breathe easy and enjoy what's going to happen. So. I think Talladega will be typical Talladega. I really expect it to shake things up. Uh, You know, I think we're going to have some accidents, of course. I mean, we had a crazy finish in the spring with uh, Eric Almarola sliding backwards across the start-finish line and a photo finish. And I just – I think this race will play into that. I think this race will play into the unknown. I think it's going to play into the unpredictability. And we could see somebody go up there and take advantage of it. Or you can see somebody who's not a playoff driver go up there and do it so it just there's a lot of x factors there's a lot of variables this weekend that i think are going to really keep this playoff grid tight going into then the elimination race at the roval and again as i said the roval's proven it's worth it's proven that it can shake things up it could come down to the last lap and cars trying to get to the start finish line damaged and people spinning in the final chicane and i'm excited again i think this is great i think this round 
really, really shapes up nicely. NASCAR did a great job kind of positioning these races because, again, it's just going to keep everything wide open. Yeah, I agree. Well, Kelly, we are up against the time break, uh, but it's always fun catching up. Thank you for uh, for calling into the show. Have some fun down there at Talladega. I'm looking forward to tuning in on TV, and uh, I think the next two rounds between Talladega and Charlotte, uh, the Roval, are going to be exciting. Absolutely. Well, I always appreciate you having me on. It's been very busy, exciting times, and Again, I think that's going to continue Sunday, so appreciate it. And we'll be back after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 
Welcome back to the Gentle Tired Out and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I would like to welcome, I guess, my co-team owner uh, in the iRacing IRX series, Ed Carpenter, to the show. Man, what is happening, Ed? Uh, there's been a lot going, lot going on this year with COVID and schedule changes galore in IndyCar. And, you know, in the midst of it, I kind of got back to iRacing with IndyCar iRacing Challenge, which, you know, ultimately led me into the LCQ League that ended up having me teaming with you in the, the Rallycross Championship. So it's been a wild ride this year. Yeah, it, it definitely has been a wild ride. Uh, had you had you done a lot of iRacing prior to, uh, you know, the pandemic hitting and things like that? I know you said that's kind of what drew you back in. You know, in previous, have you had you done a bunch, spent a bunch of time on the service at all? Uh, it, so way back in 2010 and 11, I spent quite a bit of time on there. Um, had our, had our final child in 2012 and I kind of, I put the, the iRacing rig in the attic and brought it out of the attic when the, the IndyCar thing started during the pandemic. Um, and iRacing had come a long way. My computer wasn't really powerful enough to run the graphics anymore. So I bought a new computer and, you know, now I've basically replaced my, replaced everything. So yeah, I've, I've gotten back into it. it. You know, it's been fun getting, getting back to it. You know, I can, at the time when I stopped doing it, my kids were just so young and it was hard to, hard to find time now that the kids are getting a little older and are more active and don't need mom and dad quite as much for everything. I've been able to, to get clearance from, from Heather to, to get back on the rig a little bit. Yeah, well, and LCQ League, you guys are having a ton of fun over there. I know, uh, you know, it's something kind of Connor and Pastrana and, and those guys kind of spearheaded, but uh, it looks like you guys, that's got to be something kind of different because you're not running against a bunch of sim pros. You guys are just a bunch of buddies out having some fun. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is, is fun, and the, the way we formatted it was not knowing what cars we're going to drive or what tracks we're going to go to kind of, you know, it takes the pressure off of everyone to – to go out and do any prep or any homework and just go have a good time, try to entertain, you know, the fans from all of our backgrounds. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's gone over pretty well and hopefully it's something that we continue to, to do here into the future. Yeah. Well, I know uh, now all of a sudden you've shifted uh, not only IndyCar team owner, you're an esports team owner, man. I know you and I kind of collaborating on this IRX series, but uh, I guess the good news is we got Connor in the top 10 to kick things off. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it was great. You know, he he had a, a good run to get into the final. Um, you know, it looked like Jake was was on his way in a couple times in his heat in in the LCQ, but you know, it's pretty pretty intense and aggressive racing in in those cars, and uh, weren't able to make it happen. But you know, I think I think if we can put one of the four in the finals any given week, you know, I don't think that's a, a terrible thing. Hopefully, hopefully we can shoot towards fifty percent or higher moving forward but it's a it's a competitive series yeah it definitely is i think you know just getting in that main event is going to be tough and tougher and tougher throughout the year but looking forward to seeing the way that plays out but let, let's talk a little bit about indycar we'll go back to iRacing in a minute bat i know obviously uh you know we're uh another big one we're at uh indianapolis motor speedway this weekend and uh you know in the indycar series uh you know you guys are getting ready to compete i know uh you know practice is uh going on you guys are what on track i know practice doesn't officially start yet correct or you guys you guys are on track today right yeah, we we practiced right out just about an hour from now. You can catch that on NBC Gold. 
uh, and then we qualify at like 6:20 tonight. So it's gonna it's a long long day here at the speedway, but uh, I'm not complaining. The sun's shining. We've got fans here, and uh, you know, got a double header to to meet us into the weekend. How how tough has it been on you specifically? I know it's been tough on the drivers, but you know you double as as a, a driver and as a team owner. I mean, as a team owner, you've had some challenging years. But how, in the big scheme of things, how much more challenging has this year been with everything that's gone on to to keep sponsors happy, drivers happy, get the team on the grid? I mean, this has been a, uh, it's, it had been a stressful year for you, Ed. Yeah, it, it's been it's been tough. You know, it's. I've had other years that are stressful just because you you know you're you're maybe having an issue or don't have enough sponsors or driver changes this that or the other. But you know this year you're you're stressed and you don't even know what you're stressed about half the time. You know it's 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 been it's been tough in the in the sense that we just it's been so unpredictable. You know there's been like Mid Ohio for example we were racing there and you know we were at we didn't know for sure we were going until the week of the race or because we weren't going to be able to go if we didn't have fans. So, you know, just dealing with the unknown and trying to plan for the unknown, communicate all of the unknowns to, to our sponsors and trying to, to keep them engaged. It's definitely been a challenge. You know, I think, you know, coming out of this year, you know, I think it's going to, it's going to put us in a position, I think, do an even better job down the road for our partners just because we've had to get we've had to get creative and and do do some unorthodox things to try to try to deliver some value to the partners you know so i think i think everyone's pretty eager to to hopefully have a a more normal 2021 and you know really be able to to start capitalizing on the momentum that we had coming into this year um you know but but covid really has made it a challenge for for our entire industry, IndyCar, NASCAR, all the motorsports, it's been a challenge. Yeah, well, and I, I think that's kind of one of the key points. I know I've learned on the off-road side with our program, but you'd mentioned, you know, the, I guess the originality we've had to get and get really creative, you know, to be able to deliver, you know, partners value. And I, I think the biggest thing I've taken away is, is you know, I, I think it's it's actually one of the good positives that's come out of this is, now us as team owners and, and stakeholders in, in, you know, some major motorsports series, things like that. Like, I feel like now we've got more arrows in our, you know, I guess, you know, arrows in our quiver or however you want to put it. But I, I feel like we've got we've got more ammunition, you know what I mean, to use to, to help partners in the future. And I think that's probably one of the positives that has come out of this is I think we've all, you know, I, I think I don't want to say it's going to be easier to deliver ROI, but I think we've we've learned that there's a lot more ways than we thought of to deliver ROIs to par- ROI to partners. Yeah, exactly. I think we've, we've had to be creative, you know, has it, has it been able to make up for what we've lost by not being in front of fans and, you know, not, not being able to entertain, you know, the number of guests that we normally would, you know, the, the, the ways that we've tried to overcome that, you know, haven't been able to make up for it, but I think that it's going to be some nice supplemental, you know, things that we'll be able to continue to implement, you know, when we are back to a normal schedule to, to go, you know, add on to, to the ways we've operated in the past. So it's a challenge. I can't wait to, to get to a regular season. It's, it's kind of hard to still wrap my head around that we've only got two race weekends left here. You know, the whole thing kind of went with a blur just with, with how wild it's been. Uh, but looking to finish off strong, 
Um, you know, we, we really need the, the 20 car, especially to finish off strong, to put us in a better spot in the points uh, for the overall IndyCar staff. And hopefully we can make that happen. This is the, the Indy road course here has been a, a competitive track for us as a team. And, and we've always, always had fast cars at St. Petersburg as well. So hoping to be able to end the season on a high note, hopefully get one of the cars a win. If not, at least get the cars on the podium will be a big boost heading into the off season. Yeah. Well, all that being said, you know, heading into the off season, looking at next year, I know one of the biggest, you know, I guess news bites coming out of the last couple of days is the 2021 IndyCar schedule. And it looks vastly different than some of the schedules we've seen in the past. You know, uh, you know, ovals uh, were running a little bit less, which is unfortunate for a driver like you who specializes in the ovals. But, you know, doubleheader at Texas. We've got that new event in Nashville. I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's definitely a vastly different calendar than we've seen in the past, Ed. It is, and I, you know, unfortunately, I, I was expecting that a little bit with, with just some of the challenges that, that are bleeding over in the next year that we've dealt with this year. You know, for sure, I'm bummed that there aren't more ovals on the calendar. Um, you know, but Indianapolis is still here, which is, which is what gets me out of bed every morning. <laughs> um, you know, there are there are positives. Nashville is going to be a great event. You know, we have nine nine of our races on on NBC next season which is a positive um but it, it's definitely a, a different look you know lost a couple venues and picked up a new a new one um you know but i know it'll be an exciting season nonetheless but hopefully as we move forward we can we can get some more ovals back on definitely gonna miss iowa you know in my opinion it was probably our most exciting race of the season every year consistently so really, really bummed to see that one go but hopefully we can maybe find a way to get it back on there someday yeah, well, and I, I think that yeah, there's all kinds. I know NASCAR is not going to be running there either. It's kind of kind of a weird situation there with Iowa. But you know, looking at uh, looking at the rest of this year, obviously we've got the race there at uh, Indianapolis on the road course this weekend. Obviously, you know Indy as well as anybody. Um, you know, what, what's it going to take to uh, to to you know to qualify up front and uh, put one of the cars on the box this weekend? Um, yeah, I think I think we, we're coming in here with a pretty good pretty good package. Got our qualified eight when we were here early in the season, the conditions are quite a bit different. It's way cooler than it was. Then we've got quite a bit more downforce. The race distances are a little different. So that'll, that'll mix up the strategy, but you know, definitely going to need to, you know, we need to be starting in the, in the top 10, if not the top six. And, you know, then I think both guys will be in good position to go out and make something happen. So we get one seventy-five minute practice and we qualify this evening for, for what will be qualifying for, for race one. And, you know, hopefully we, we put ourselves in a good position. I know Connor and Renus are both feeling pretty confident with, with what we have here, but you know, th- this is one of those races where, you know, you'll see the top 10 probably divided by, you know, a 10th of a second or less. So you really just got to nail the lap. It'll be, you know, the, the fast time and qualifying should be on the first lap of the red tires. So, you know, when you when you have that pressure of knowing your your optimum lap is going to come on one, you know, you just really got to focus and nail that lap. Yeah. Well, here's the question. I mean, uh, you know, obviously Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, you know, you you specialize in ovals now. You haven't really run a lot of road courses for a few years now. But uh, any itch when you're at Indy, you see this road course. I mean, it's Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You grew up around the place. I mean, is there ever any itch to jump behind the wheel at the road course there? Uh, I get I get the itch all the time, you know. But I know I know that I've got good good guys in in the cockpit, and 
I'm going to rely on them to go out and do a good job. Hopefully, hopefully we can get a win at Indy, you know, one way or the other. Obviously, we want to win in, in May uh, on the Oval, but you know, I'll take I'll take a, a win across the yard of bricks going the wrong direction too. Yeah, definitely. Well, Ed, uh, you know, it's always fun catching up. I know you guys got uh, practice and then qualifying later today, my friend. Uh, you know, I know uh, obviously we'll be in touch. We get uh, we got a, a rally cross program. We got to get on top of the box this season too. Exactly. I, I think I think I'll be on uh, practicing for the the Daytona event here the next couple of nights. So be be running some of the All Star races, going leading into the the regular championship. So looking forward to that and. You know, with with how few ovals there are next season, I you know I may get some more <laughs> sim time in than what I even expected. Uh, I I think the ratings for sim racing rival some of the TV stuff now online, and I'm looking at this going, you know, I, I think there's actually some truth in that. That I, I think there's some of the really good you know race car drivers might be able to double dip with sim racers and actually make a, a little bit of a uh, an income at it. It's kind of crazy that we've got to that point, but. I, I do see sim racing kind of running parallels with the real world stuff at some point in the future. Yeah, it's it's one of those industries that that has benefited big time from from the year that we've had. Um, you know, don't we all wish we had you know a, a, a sim some company that that sells wheels, pedals, rigs, TVs, all of it? Because uh, it's hard to find hard to find stuff. Definitely, a lot of people have have used used that to to scratch the itch of racing that, that we were missing there for a while. But, you know, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be doing both right now. You know, it's going to be a fun season partnering with, with you. And I've got a lot to learn about e-racing. So I'll be as much of a sponge as I can. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, best of luck this weekend at uh, the road course. I know I'll be tuned in and, uh, you know, and, and uh, pulling for you guys. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully next week we can have one of the drivers on with a winner's interview. Sounds good. Thanks right. for the time, Jim. All right. Thanks, buddy. And we'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. 
Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just wrapping up a packed hour number one with Ed Carpenter, Kelly Crandall, talking a little of everything today on the show. Hour number two coming up, man, is all off-road, though. We got Matt Martelli and Baja winner Dan McMillan coming up in hour number two, so you definitely don't want to go anywhere. But uh, speaking of going anywhere, we're all saying goodbye to summer, but we are saying hello to truck season. General Tire wants to help you get a jump on the winter weather because now, through October 31st, 2020, yep, that's Halloween, with a purchase of four new qualifying General Tire light truck and SUV tires, you receive up to a $100 Visa prepaid card. Total 11 different tire lines qualify for the promotion, including the Extreme Terrain Grabber X3 and the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX. Prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this truck season with General Tire. Additional terms and conditions apply, so for full details, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving the down and dirty radio show since 2012. And uh, big thanks to General Tire. And yeah, buy a set of tires. Get 100 bucks to spend with that Visa prepaid card. Who wouldn't want that? I know, uh, count me in on something like that for sure. But uh, yes, uh, we are, uh, you know, just uh, cranking away here on the show. We got a big, big hour number two coming up uh, with uh, Matt Martelli and Dan McMillan. I'm really looking forward to that Dan McMillan interview. This kid, uh, we've had him on the show in the past. We've had his brother and his cousin on plenty of times. But uh, Dan, finally getting over the hump, taking a big victory at the Baja 500. And that has me uber excited to have him on the show because I got to tell you, you get an excited Dan McMillan. If you follow him on social media, you don't know what's going to happen. And I think uh, chaos is going to ensue here in hour number two on the show. So uh, if you got any fan questions, questions for any of our guests, hit me up. It's at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. I'd love to get those cranking into the show and integrated into hour number two, uh, because, uh, it is going to be a big one. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, I am going to uh, take a short break here, get a little caffeine in the system, and we'll be back with more. Hour number two is going to be upon us right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hang tight. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right. Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump's doctor is not exactly sure when the president will be released from Walter Reed Medical Center, but Dr. Sean Conley says the president is feeling good. The quote he, he left us with was, I feel like I could walk out of here today, and, and that was a very encouraging comment from the president. Conley continues. He's doing so well, but the, the, with a known course of the illness, Days 7 to 10, we get really concerned about the inflammatory phase, phase 2. California fire crews are deploying water-dropping helicopters to make a defensive stand against flames in the foothills of the Napa Valley wine region as the forecast calls for a return of dangerous high winds over the rest of the weekend. More than 2,500 firefighters battling the glass fire. The glass fire started last week and is 75 miles north of San Francisco. USA Radio News. October 8th is World Sight Day, the day to raise awareness that hundreds of millions of kids around the world need glasses but don't have access to get them. This World Sight Day, leading Global Vision nonprofit One Sight is launching a free digital children's book called Through the Looking Glasses, Stories About Seeing Clearly. The book features 30 children's stories and illustrations about seeing clearly by authors and artists from 17 different countries. To celebrate the launch, One Sight is hosting an online bedtime stories event where numerous celebrities, athletes, and authors will read bedtime stories to children globally on World Sight Day this October 8th at 7 p.m. Together, we can make an impact with vision care around the world. To learn more about World Sight Day, participate in bedtime stories, and download the free new book, please go to onesight.org forward slash worldsightsday. That's onesite.org forward slash World Sites Day. Twitter says it will remove tweets that hope for President Trump's death. Zara Rahim, a former staffer for President Obama, tweeted, It's been against my moral identity to tweet this for the past four years, but I hope he dies. The tweet has since been deleted. Twitter saying once the tweets are reported, they are then deleted. Major League Baseball mourning the loss of a superstar. With the details, here's USA Radio Network's Kenneth Burns. Baseball Hall of Famer Bob Gibson has died. The legend was a pitcher for the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals for 17 seasons. Gibby was a nine-time All-Star, two-time Cy Young Award winner, and two-time World Series winner, earning Series MVP titles along with those rings. The Nebraska native was inducted into Cooperstown in his first try in 1981 and is widely hailed as the greatest pitcher in Cardinals history. Bob Gibson died after battling pancreatic cancer for more than a year. He was 84. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Democratic Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are meeting all weekend to discuss another coronavirus relief bill. 
Economist, chairman, and editor-in-chief of Forbes Media, Steve Forbes, tells Fox News he's a big fan of that payroll tax cut. In 2011-2012, under Barack Obama, uh, the Democrats and Republicans agreed on a cut for two years uh, of a couple of points. Right. Uh, so you could do it by uh, suspending the tax for six months or a year and then not having mm-hmm. to pay it back at the end of that six months or a year. Right. Or you could uh, go try to go for a more permanent cut. But either one would uh, provide a real boost, again, lowering the cost cost of labor and enabling people to keep more of what they earn. Going a little bit more in depth on President Trump testing positive for coronavirus, when it comes to the politics of this, pollster Frank Luntz believes... I believe that he should make a statement to the public, as Boris Johnson did after he got sick. And it's a chance for him to say, okay, here's what we're going to do, here's what we have done, and here's what we will be doing over the coming days, weeks, and months. For him to be empathetic, for him to give America, in a sense, a hug, which he's not been willing to do. Joe Biden has pulled all of his negative ads, so it's already changed the tone of the debate. There's a question whether this second debate, whether the town hall between Biden and Trump will go on, because it's day 13 of of Trump's uh, quarantine, so we don't know what's going to happen there. For USA Radio News. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hour number two is upon us. Yes, I got some caffeine in the system, and I am ready to go for an epic hour number two. Thanks to everybody tuning in on Sports Byline, the U.S. American Forces Network. Big thanks to our military for all you do for our country. And uh, everybody tuning in at downanddirtyshow.com, uh, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you're tuning into the show live. Uh, what, Spreaker? We've got uh, you know Performance Motorsports Network. Man, we are all over the place. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you switch the dial from Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Radio, thanks for continuing to bear with us and uh, you know and, and get through the show because i got to tell you, hour number two is not going to disappoint. Matt Martelli with the UTV World Championship in the Mint 400 Mad Media. He is on the line, as well as Baja champ Dan McMillan. Uh, he's going to be on for two segments, and let me tell you, this is going to be a great, great hour number two. That is for sure. But before we get to that, I do have to tell you about uh, promotion, our good friends and our title sponsor, General Tires Running. And uh, you know what? It is uh, 
into summer, but uh, you know what? We're saying hello to truck season. That's right. General Tire wants to help you get a jump on the winter weather because now through October 31st, 2020, with the purchase of four new qualifying General Tire light truck and SUV tires, you'll receive up to a $100 Visa prepaid card. Total of 11 different tire lines qualify for the promotion, including the Extreme Terrain Grabber X3, the aggressive all-terrain grabber ATX, and prepare to prove that anywhere is possible this truck season with General Tire. Additional terms and conditions apply, so for full details, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, driving the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. Big thanks to General Tire. I'm going to get those grabber ATXs I run on my Polaris Razor into uh, some great, <laughs> I guess, I don't want to say great, some, uh, I, I guess the proper word would be uh, interesting, hairy, hairball situations here in about a week at the UTV World Championships, but uh, guaranteed they are going to survive the punishment. Get me to that finish line. So, uh, yeah, that being said, we got to a couple of big guests coming up. You got questions, once again, at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. If you hit me up on Twitter, I will get those answered in the show. My promise to you. And uh, let me tell you what, on the eSports front and on this radio show front next week, we're going to be dropping some bombs. I mean, epic, huge, huge announcements coming your way right here on the show. I can't wait to roll those out. But let me tell you, if you're a fan of motorsports, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan, oh, let's throw a hint out there, of whiskey, yes, you're going to want to tune in and hear that big things to come and big things to come here in hour number two. And we're going to get to those when we return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Get amped. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris. Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. 
packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my brother from another, Matt Martelli, to the show. Matt, what's happening, my friend? What's up, Jimmy? How you doing? You know, it's funny because uh, as we're doing this, right before we did, I had a Facebook memory pop up, and it was uh, your brother and I uh, at Brian Deegan's uh, last year doing that interview on site at Deegan's Compound, and he and I tag team the interview with Brian. It's probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Uh, you and I have tag teamed some stuff out at events and things like that, and I was like, I don't know, just I was like, man, I hope this whole COVID thing gets gone and we can start doing some more of that collaboration and on site. We just need to start podcasting at people's shops because that one we did with Deegan with your brother and I it was just next level man and I was like yeah we we need to get back in that groove oh yeah I I, I totally agree I'm so over this COVID stuff and you know we've, we've got a lot of history and, and a lot of friends and it's great to get together with them face to face and just go through the the history of, of racing with them and shooting content with them and everything yeah. Well, speaking of uh, getting over COVID, I mean, I'm over it at this point, and I got to tell you, the UTV World Championship is over it because we are racing here in about a week, buddy. Lake Havasu has opened up the doors. Uh, we are coming with the biggest, baddest UTV racers on the planet to Lake Havasu, 30 minutes from my house. Uh, Matt, I mean, this is what the industry needed. I think this is the shot in the arm. We've had a lot of events, but we haven't had a lot of events that were full open door, like come in, enjoy, fans, spectators, vendors, everybody coming. UTV Worlds is that event, buddy. Yeah, no, look, it's really going to be the first event back is what I would call it. I mean, obviously, you know, we're we're suggesting that everybody wear a mask and, and be safe and everything, but, you know, we're an outdoor event, and uh, um, last uh, or this week, the the mayor um, basically came out and rescinded the the mask order. Um, they've had zero cases in in the city, and you know, again, we're an outdoor event, so you know we're telling everybody to be safe and follow the protocols. But you know, let's go racing, man! It's time. Everybody wants it. Everybody needs it. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to unveil the the new course and the new location. Uh, you know, my brother and I've been working on this for years and we finally, we finally got it done. And, and, uh, you know, fortunately the timing works for us, um, you know, works for everybody actually. Um, so we're excited It's going to be a big event. We have, you know, basically 20 hours of live streaming that we're going to do. Um, everybody's seen our live stream that we did with the mint 400. We're going to be doing a similar thing at the UTV world. So 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I head out to have a suit tomorrow and, and then I'm there for the duration. So, you know, it, it's, I love doing this and I'm super excited to share this with everybody. Yeah. Well, and as somebody sitting here, that's actually got a sneak peek at the course that you guys are going to unveil this weekend. Uh, I got to tell you, Matt, like I've had a few people ask me, you know, you know, about the course. I'm like, it is unlike and, and you know, people use this all the time. But I, I'm literally I, I'm you know, I'm saying it right here and I'm 100 percent truthful. Nobody has ever raced on a course like this ever in a UTV. Hands down. Hasn't happened. Yeah, listen, absolutely. I mean, one of the reasons that we chose Havasu is because of its unique terrain. You know, it has a very good mixture of everything and you know i don't feel like utvs have been really tested they're a very versatile um platform and they can do a lot of things and and they have a radical approach angle so you know this course is specifically designed for utvs you know bigger cars couldn't do it um you know bikes could do it but you know it wouldn't i don't think it'd be a well i guess it would be a super fun bike course but Man, it is going to be a fun UTV course. It, it has rocks. It's got sand. It's got a little, you know, uh, rock crawl section in it. It's got some narrow canyons. It's got some some wide washes. Lots of room for passing. You know, we're letting everybody pre-run so they can have a good look at it and figure out where their their alternate lines are going to be. Um, so, you know, it, it's got a little bit of everything. I, I'm, I'm pumped. I think everybody's going to be excited about it, but you are going to have to earn the win. You're, you're going to have to earn the finish. This is not put the pedal down and cruise to the finish race. You know, you're going to have to do the work. Yeah. You know, and I've, I kind of, I was thinking about this after I got done, you know, running the course and I said, look, I, there, there's sections of it that remind me exactly of Parker and the Parker 425. Then there's sections of it that yep. remind me exactly of, you know, even like Mike's Sky Ranch loop in certain areas. Uh, you know, and then there's yep. su- areas that, you know, could even be a little bit of, uh, you know, Johnson Valley and, and bits and pieces of the KOH course, you know. And I'm like, so take Parker, take Mike Sky Ranch and the Baja 500 and take KOH and mix them all up. And that's kind of what this track is with, with uh, probably no, I, some stuff thrown in from other areas of the country that I don't even know, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I think the only thing we were talking about this the other day you know, the only thing we don't have in there that we would love is, is the water crossing. Right. (laughs) But I think you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, you know, because of all the time you've spent racing trophy truck and racing UTV, that there's just some courses that you're like, man, that was fun. It was challenging, but it was a lot of fun. And that's what this course is. So, um, no, I'm pumped to be not, to be honest, I wish I was racing, you know, because this is the type of race course that I love. Well, and, and the funny thing is, I've you know my my first thought was is when I was going around it, I was like, you know, this is a course that, you know, let's put it this way: if I got to go out in my UTV on a on a Saturday or Sunday, I don't want to go and run, replace it on the or drive it on the on the Mint Four Hundred course. You know, if I'm recreationally driving, I'm not going to do that. But you know, this yeah. course, this is something these trails and stuff. This is something on any given weekend I would want to go and take my UTV on. Not saying they're easy. I'm just oh. saying I, I would want to take it out here and do this. You know. Yeah. I mean, like that's, I've been around this course probably 30 times. Right. And, um, it's fun, you know, and it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good first year course. I mean, um, the BLM has already agreed to give us the 60 mile loop for next year. So it'll be an even bigger loop next year. 
um, which will allow us to put more racers on the loop safely, um, you know, and, and get some bigger, faster sections in there where we'll hit our top speeds. Um, but you know, this 30 mile loop, it's, it's pretty badass, you know? Um, you know, so again, it's like, I'm really excited. You know, the goal of this event was to always was to bring everybody in UTV racing together, but to really show the short course guys, you know, and the kids, how cool desert racing is, how much value you get back as a racer from, from racing in the desert. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we've got the race going on, but we've got the festival. We've got a lot of vendors coming in. I know, uh, you know, there, there's, you know, you've got the live stream for people who can't make the way out. I mean, give us the full details. People who want to come out on site. I know between Lake Havasu and Parker, still a lot of hotel rooms available. Um, you know, so, you know, welcome to everybody. You got a, you've got a camp area. There's a lot of campground areas around, uh, Lake Havasu and, and even overflow and Parker. I mean, uh, you know, obviously live stream, give us the details on that Matt. There, there's a lot for people, whether they want to be on site or virtually, you know, sitting at home. Yeah. First off, every, all the information is on utvworldchampionship.com. So just head over there if you have any questions, but yeah, to run it down, um, you know, if you're going to come, um, if you're going to come into town to, to spectate or to race, there's still hotel rooms available. There's Airbnbs and available uh, on the website. We have several companies that rent campers. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm staying down by the water with a bunch of friends in Cattail Cove. So, you know, come hang out with us. Um, if you can't make it out, watch our live stream. Our live stream will be uh, on Friday and Saturday and we'll cover basically every race. So you're actually, you're going to be with us on Saturday because you're racing on Friday. So um, that's going to be, you know, unparalleled coverage of, of the, uh, of UTV racing, you know, you, you know, everything we do, we try and take it to the next level and we've done it again with this. Um, we've implemented some new technology that allows us to put cameras in remote spots. And uh, you know, we're going to have a combination of ground camera and drone footage from this race. Um, and then, um, you know, our, uh, talent desk, just like we had at the mint 400. Sorry to cut you short, Matt, but we have to take a short commercial break. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to the General Tired Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my uh, next guest, who uh, can call himself a BA champion. It's been a while since we've had you on the show. Dan McMillan, man. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. Um, still doesn't feel real, but, yeah, we came home uh, from San Felipe at BA 500 champion, and uh, Justin Bean Smith and I are super excited. Yeah, well, and I I guess you know there you can win in trophy truck, right? Or in best in the desert in you know trick truck, like there's wins, but then there's a Baja win, and you know, and I I gotta think, and even like this one, you know, it was at San Felipe, and to me, like a Baja 500 win is just a little bit bigger than a San Felipe 250 win. I feel like this has got to be pretty damn special, man. Yeah, it's uh it's very special. You know, the the two races that I remember the most growing up. We're always down in Baja, especially the 500 and the 1,000. Uh, San Felipe 250 is obviously a, a great race, and we thoroughly enjoy it. But the 500 and the 1,000 were the two that I remember the most, watching my dad and my grandpa and my uncle and all the legends like, you know, Rob McCackery and Robbie Gordon who were at this race. And um, watching them race, you know, growing up trophy truck, you know, it was pretty special. So this win is definitely something now I'll never forget. And the win of 500 is pretty awesome obviously the Baja 1000 is the Super Bowl of them all but you know this is like the seems like the AFC or NFC playoff championship game where you know it's a great step in the right direction for our team for the, for the big one and uh, we couldn't be more excited I couldn't be more happy yeah well and you know talk about this this race because I know there's a you know obviously COVID hit the country and hit Mexico and hit the southwest U.S. just like it did everywhere else in the world and and it's been kind of 
uh, score, you know, I, I feel really bad for them because they were dealt a bad hand this year. And, you know, I'm just happy and thankful that we were actually able to go racing down in Baja. And, uh, you know, so I know there was a lot going into this, uh, obviously an untraditional 500, this being run out of San Felipe instead of Ensenada. Um, you know, I, I heard all kinds of swirlings about pre-running, things like that. I mean, you know, how was the event? I mean, obviously you guys spent some time down there in Mexico doing some pre-running beforehand. Uh, obviously the race was there. I mean, it was a different than an untraditional, you know, the traditional 500. I mean, you know, th- there was just a lot swirling around this event. I mean, what, what's your takeaway from all this and how did things run and how was the course compared to, you know, a traditional 500? Well, I think to, to answer your first question, how was the race overall? I think the race went really, really well. Obviously, we won, but Tor did a really good job at uh, kind of keeping keeping us, I wouldn't say under the radar, but doing all the all the COVID protocols, you know, having all the start and finish out at El Dorado Ranch was really nice. It limited the people going in. Um, the town of San Felipe, I thought, was was awesome. I, I remember driving to the start line at six in the morning and every gas station and, and OXO and 7-Eleven was just packed out the door with, with fans. And I think the fans finally felt like something normal was back. Like, like you said, COVID hit and, and life kind of got thrown on its head. Um, San Felipe was, it was awesome. We brought all our own food as a team. We, we made the decision as a team um, to kind of bring our own food. We stayed in, uh, in, in, some, in some hotels that had kitchen so we we did our own thing we wanted to lay low and and, sh- and give that respect to the people of course we wore masks and gas stations and where we needed them but we did our part and score did their part and i think the people of san felipe really enjoyed it the big question mark for our team was going to be the border weight because we had heard nightmares about eight to ten hour border weights and i think our guys were across in less than two hours which is about normal for uh, any any baja 500 baja 1000 coming back so Really, I think the race went unhitched. I think it was a great sign of, of what was to come. I think the thousands are going to be a great race. And I think I commend Score for doing it and putting it on. And I know there's a lot of naysayers and a lot of people saying, well, they shouldn't have it. They shouldn't have it. Well, at some point, I think, you know, you got to make that call. And we wanted to go racing and we were excited to go. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the course because traditionally, I don't want to say the the 500 is an easier course because it's definitely not, but yeah. San Felipe is brutal, dude. I mean, it's brutal. And now you go and <laughs> I, I mean, you know, score's been pushing the past couple of years and it's not necessarily a 250 anymore. They're pushing into the 300 territory and even pushing a little bit further past that. But 500 miles at San Felipe, man, how, how was that on race day? I know you did uh, what the first 330 miles and then you, you handed the truck off, but that course, I mean, that's not a place you traditionally want to race 500 miles at. No, that that was a very tough course, and I, I thought it was a very uh, uh, almost an, an interesting way for a for a, a welcome back to Baja. You know, <laughs> here's a here's a hell of a race course, and it, it was like you said, it's brutal out there, and it's only getting worse. But um, the, the the course, you know, started and went north, and we did a lot of lake bed, which was a lot of high speed stuff. Um, all the way to the top at Mexicali, and then we just went down on through all, all the stuff, all the rocks, all the washes, all the whoops, everything you can think of, they were th- it was thrown at us this race. And uh, you typically, we start in Ensenada, we go down the beach, and you got a nice beach breeze, you kind of look over at the ocean, you kind of like, oh, this is really nice. And this 500 was like from green flag to checkered flag was like, okay, just hang on, buckle up, and hold on, and go racing. And I, it was very untraditional. You know, we're used to starting right there in front of the convention center in Ensenada, but um, 
I think this was a good step in the direction and good a good sign for what's to come. And the course was just super, super rocky. Uh, we had one flat tire, but, you know, we got the BF Gooders tires, and those things are just unbelievable what they can put themselves through. So we're, we're excited on that. Um, but the washes, we ran a lot of new washes, a lot of old stuff, new stuff, things we've never seen before. So the score really went above and beyond to make our the welcome back just that much more special. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a little bit about, you know, obviously, you know, it's a big win for you. And I know, you know, I, I saw the uh, article that, you know, Off-Road Racer did. And, uh, you know, they did a phenomenal job of kind of telling the story and stuff. But you've, you know, I, I hate to say you've had a monkey on your back because I, I know, you know, everybody likes <laughs> to joke about fourth place finish. But I, I've said this on the show before. I'm like, you literally are probably one of the most accomplished drivers of the last five, six years. Like, you're, you're always there. I mean, I can... Uh, there's mm-hmm. nobody that's had the finishing rate and, you know, and top fives that you've had, you just haven't been able to get over the hump and get that victory. But I mean, I look at your body of work the past five years and I'm like, man, it rivals anybody in the sport, you know? And, and I, how was this for you to finally cross the finish line first and be like, all right, yeah, now, now, now we can move on. Yeah, no, it, it felt good. You know, fourth place is Obviously, I want to compete, and I want to win, and I want to do good, and I got a cousin and a brother that are very, very good, so um, it's it's hard. You know, we, we, we all three work together hard at, at free running, so and so when we go racing, it's always going to be one of them two or both of them, and then you got guys like Menzies and McCachron and, and Ryan Arciero and all these guys, and it's like, man, it's like fourth ain't, ain't bad when you look at it, but, you know, I want that breakthrough win, and um, we've had a lot of uh, – I've had second places. I've had a couple thirds. I've had a ton of fourth places. And the fourth place joke started off in, in 2000. And, well, actually, my first trophy truck racing score was 2011. We got fourth overall. And then 2012, 500, I got fourth. And then the 2012 Baja 1000, I actually got fifth. And But Tavo, I don't know if you I don't remember this, but he got penalized for adjusting his lights on the highway. And I made a joke on Race Desert saying, like, oh, am I going to get fourth again? Because it was my third race in a row getting fourth. And so I got fourth. So then the running joke became, oh, Dan's going to get fourth. Dan's going to get fourth. Well, since 2012, I think I've gotten fourth eight or nine times, which for me, who's put in a lot of work and who's got a great team that supports me and we do, we put in just a ton of effort. It's like, man, fourth place again. It's like, I want that, need that breakthrough win or, or podium and just be more consistent. And this win really kind of took that, like you said, monkey off my back and, um, kind of does it won't make it going forward so annoying if I get another fourth place because like hey you know what I won the ball 500 so <laughs> I'll, I'll put up with it but um, you know consistency is everything and I think that's been my my style of driving for so long is just being consistent and smart and fourth place ain't bad but you always want to win yeah well and I gotta say at this point man I think everybody's looking at you guys and between you and Luke I mean you know, he's got a big win. You've got a big win this year. I know Luke was pretty close at KOH. Like, I, I look at this, and I think everybody's eyeing Dan and Luke McMillan going, man, what, what the hell are we going to do here? These guys are uh, kind of cleaning house in 2020. Yeah, no, our our team is putting in just a, a tremendous effort. We've got we got eight guys at our shop that, that bust their ass to get the pre-runners and the race trucks and the chase trucks and the logistics and the spare parts all ready to go. And it just, it just really, this just shows what kind of team we have. And we're all very, very close. We all get along and, um, you know, just, just more kind of due, due diligence, kind of, you know, crossing our T's and dotting our I's when it comes to the races and, and, you know, 
double checking, triple checking things and being smart on the race course and making smart pre-run decisions. And, you know, Luke and I, Luke's had a hell of a year. He won the mint and he got second at King of the Hammers. He won the Silver State 300 in desert. He got third at Vegas Reno. Um, in fact, I think Luke's, Luke and Luke's truck have had like seven podiums in a, in a row starting from last year's 500 or last year's thousand. So, um, and then the truck I raced, uh, got second at the Baja 1000 last year with Toby Price and Nasser Alicia. So that truck really knows its way around Baja, I'd say, but the team's putting in a great effort. And um, between Luke and I and, and a few other guys, it's going to be a battle at the 1000. Yeah. Well, and that being said, I got a couple things. Let's talk about the let's talk about the thousand because now all of a sudden you win the five hundred and uh dude, you're 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 sitting in the pole position for the Baja one thousand, man. I mean that's that's as big as it comes. I mean, uh you know, how do you approach that knowing you you're the guy leading the pack now? <laughs> well, uh, I tell you what, Jim, I'm I'm pretty excited. I I you know, usually we're qualifying, and I've never been a very strong qualifier. I've never been the guy to go out there and hang it out. But when when you start first based off a result and you get the win, it's it's pretty awesome. I've never been um, the first truck on the road. I've never been I've never started first in a race. So this is really 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 special. And uh, obviously, clean air is going to be a big advantage, especially with the four wheel drive that we have. Depending on which way the course goes, I hope there's no wind and it's it's dusty and hot as hell. So we're excited. The team's excited. Luke will be starting third. Um, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. This is actually the second year in a row that the truck I'm racing will be starting first, the Baja 1000, because Ryan Arciero won the Baja 400 last year, which was the race that my old truck burnt to the ground, and I ended up racing with Ryan in the number 32. Well, one year later, the 32 is getting flip-flopped, and now the 23 is starting first. And so it's. <laughs> I tell you what, this year has been just – extremely i don't know what the word is exciting frustrating everything in between but yeah. kind of a, a remarkable turn of events here in the last uh last couple months of the, of the year but we're excited for the thousand and uh, we're, we just can't wait to get back down there and we'll be back with more with dan mcmillan after this right here on the general tire down a dirty radio show powered by polaris razor Being in debt to the IRS is scary. The heart-stopping collection letters and living in fear that any day the IRS could garnish your paychecks, seize your bank accounts, or even threaten your home or business. If you owe the IRS, you need to call the team at Optima Tax Relief. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, a special IRS program that could save you thousands if you qualify. And nobody knows this program better than Optima, America's most trusted tax resolution firm. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible so you pay only the minimum to the IRS, not a penny more. Call now before the IRS comes after everything you've worked so hard for. Get protected. Call Optima. Get relief. Call 800-453-4977. 800 800-453-4977. 800-453-4977. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at BrightSideTaxRelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. BrightSideTaxRelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit BrightSideTaxRelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to BrightSideTaxRelief.com. 
Tom now. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. 27cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2 by 4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here and Dan McMillan on the show. I guess Baja winner Dan McMillan, as uh, we can we can officially say now, is one uh, one of the past. But this is an overall victory in trophy truck, and definitely wanting to go up on the mantle. But uh, you know, before the break, Dan, we were uh, we were talking a, you know a lot about racing, and you'd mentioned four wheel drives and all wheel drives and the technology that's uh, you know that's been you know integrated into trophy trucks. I really want to key in on that because I think. Uh, you you know, the past couple of years, that's been one of the big storylines coming out of uh, the unlimited truck divisions in off-road. You know, the four-wheel drive starting to kind of emerge. And, you know, longest time, they were kind of ticking time bombs, you know, and I think that's why nobody ever ran them, you know. And we go back to, you know, Herps, and we got, you know, uh-huh. what do we got, the McPherson truck and things like that. Nobody could ever really get them to live. But I think, you know, now we're seeing, like with you, I mean, you know, the, the you know they are there, and, you know, the, the stability of the platform is there, and, and you can get them to the finish line. And, I mean, how big is that? Because you're a guy that's you know, you've burned as many laps as anybody in a two-wheel drive truck. How has this switch been to, to all-wheel drive and the advantages that you have in a race like Baja? Well, I think I think the biggest, you know, I get that that question asked all the time is, you know, what's the difference? You know, what's the difference? Like, what do you notice the most? And I think the thing I notice the most isn't so much the grab of it, of the grab of, of it pulling in and out of the turns. You feel it, but I think the, the thing is they're just, the four-wheel drive is deceivingly fast. And by, what, I, what I mean by that is with a two-wheel drive, when you're going, when you're going fast over the bumps or you're on a dry lake bed, the hood likes to, likes to ride. It likes to float in the front. But with the four-wheel drive, you've got obviously the extra weight in the front with the front diff, but you've got the pull of the front. So you're staying a lot more on plane than the four-wheel drive. So you kind of, you're driving and you don't think you're going very fast because the truck's not doing anything kind of, you know, not getting out of shape, not getting wild, loose and wild like a two-wheel drive, and you look down your GPS, you're like, oh, man, I'm doing 90 miles an hour. You know, I'm not going slow. So corners come up a lot quicker in the four-wheel drive because you do have that speed, but you don't think you're going that fast because it's not getting not, not getting kind of loose underneath you. So 
the four-wheel drive is, is certainly, I think, an advantage in, in a lot of things, especially in Baja with all the silt and the sand that we go through. Um, the graded roads, it's very, very fast. I do think it's not quite as fast as the two-wheel drives and the big, big whoops, but they're certainly not slow. And I think with the front, it pulls you over the next whoop, and you know you don't have to drive them as hard. And and you know I've never been a guy that's going to go out there and drive extremely hard. So the four-wheel drive suits my driving style. I think it dri- suits my style of just being smart. Let the truck do it. Let the truck do its thing. Let my pre-running come into come into play. You know, long race. Let's get to the finish line. See where we are. Get to halfway and see where we're at. So you saw it with, with uh, the truck last year at the Baja 1000 when Nasser and Toby raced it. Two very experienced Dakar guys that are used to racing for 15 days. So they kind of know, hey, keep the car alive, keep moving, be smooth, be smart. And it, it got second last year. So I think the truck and the four-wheel drive. I think with the right driver, it's it's a it's a very very good combination. The four-wheel drive is certainly it's got it's it had it had its bumps bumps in the road. It has its its hiccups. It has its flaws. But we're starting to learn a lot of things at our shop with them. And we're not telling anyone else, but um, certainly I think in the next couple of years when I have one and my brother's got one on order right now, which should be done in the next couple of months, I think we're going to be a, uh, a force to be reckoned with. And the things that we're going to learn in our shop um, is going to be very, very beneficial. Yeah. Uh, how has it been for you? I mean, obviously you and your brother, you've got the same background. You guys are both at the top of the game right now. I mean, you, you know, you, you can rank probably the top five guys in off-road, you know, in, in regards to trophy truck and you and your brother are definitely in the mix, you know, how has it been for you guys? Cause your dad, obviously, you know, they had the unlimited programs and things like that. He could have started you out anywhere, but you guys started all the way down in 1600 buggies and he made you kind of learn and work your way up through the ranks to get where you're at. I mean, how does that come into play with the success that you and Luke are having now because you have you know you started out of the ground floor where you had to watch in a 1600 car i mean everything every last rock whoop bump you know everything was about momentum and and it teaches you a driving style you know and then you move up through the ranks and i think a lot of people that start out in the unlimited cars they don't have to get that you know they don't get the the i guess the the you know the the small nuances of off-road you know that you do when you start in those limited class i mean how does that come into play now when you're at the top of the game in this all-wheel drive you know almost a thousand horsepower trophy truck well i think it it just it kind of taught us growing up that you know it's all about momentum it's all about speed it's all about it's all every corner counts and 1600 you certainly know that you go to races like battle premium or race of the river where there's 50 60 uh, 1600 cars and you think you have a really, really fast run, and you know, all of a sudden you're, you're like 20th. And you're like, why? Like, how? And the 1600 cars just really teach you about finding traction, finding momentum, you know, setting a tire out of the groove and kind of keeping your speed up. So once we went from 1600s to Class 1, um, you know, we kind of took that, what, what we learned from the 1600 car, went to the Class 1s and had a lot of success. I won a couple races in Class 1 for the one year I was in it and then took it to Trophy Truck. But kind of taught you how to be smart too because then you know if you if you learn with small limited horsepower you learn about all those things but you learn it's also easy to get in trouble real quick and i think a lot of guys that jump in a trophy truck real fast it's real easy to go fast i think we've learned that we heard that once from alan fluger and that's the glory it's real smart it's real easy to go fast but you got to learn when to slow down and a lot of these new guys come in here and they go get a trophy truck and they just go they go over a lot of whoops and they think, oh, this is easy, but it's, it's the one that you don't read and you can't read the terrain that bites you, bites you in the butt. So Luke and I have, have certainly learned a lot of the fundamentals of re- reading terrain and keeping speed up and momentum. And my cousin Andy started in class one, but we all grew up 
driving buggies in the desert and uh, in, the, in the sand dunes. So we learned from an early age that it's easy to screw up. We've rolled buggies in the in the dunes, but you know, with the, with thousand horsepower four wheel drive, it definitely makes it a lot easier. And I think that's I think that's why we're so fast is we don't have to push, we don't have to drive over our heads to keep up, and you always see us at the finish line. Yeah. So uh, you know, obviously we got Baja one thousand coming up. Uh, then after that, I mean, what's what's next year look like for you guys? There's a lot of options on the table, Dan. I mean, we've got Best of the Desert. We've got KOH. We've got, you know, the Martelli events. We've got Score. We've got this new Legacy Series. I mean, how, how are you dissecting, you know, 2021 and looking at what to run? Because we've got, more than ever, a lot of options on the table, man. <laughs> I Great, great question, Jim. We, we're kind of, we're kind of, wanting to wrap this up here with with with, uh, with the Baja 1000 win and see what happens for next year. But obviously our, our heart is in Baja. We love Baja. We love the people down there. Um, we love pre-running. We love, we love everything about going to Mexico. And I think what we saw last weekend in San Felipe was the people of Baja love it. It was busy down there. Um, they missed us. We missed them. So we're going to de- definitely do all the Baja races next year. And then, as far as any sort of race here in the states, we're like you said, we've got we've got quite a menu to pick from. We've got <laughs> Best in Desert. We've got the Legacy Series, which is new. We've got um, the Mid 400 with the Martellis. We've got King of the Hammers with Dave Cole. We've got just a ton of things to think about. And so, um, you know, really, we don't really know what we're going to do here in the states. We we'd love to do them all, but um, budget reasons and time time constraint really doesn't make doesn't allow us to do that. So. Our focus next year is certainly all of Baja for the score series. And then uh, kind of we'll see how, how the, the end of, the, of this year wraps up and we'll make a decision because there's like five or six races in like a three-month period. So yeah. you've got to pick, pick them wisely and, and go with your gut and go. Yeah. How about uh, – I know I, I see uh, you and your dad. He, he loves making the annual trip back to Crandon. I know you guys have a ton of fun. You ever had the itch to get behind a Pro 2 or oh, yeah. something like that at Crandon, Dan? I actually, I actually raced a Pro Two at Crandon in 2013. I, it was we were at the Nora Rally in April, and I was with Stephen Bryce Menzies, um, having a few uh, quote unquote sodas, <laughs> and I, I was making a, I making a joke, and I said, well, I want to go back and you know, talking to Bryce, I said, hey, I want to go back to Crandon and watch you race. And Steve goes, watch? No, you got to race. Let me, let me, let me find you a truck. I said, okay, whatever. Well, a couple. <laughs> A couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, I get a phone call from Steve like, hey, Scott, Scotty Taylor said he would love to rent you his truck as, you know, for, a, for a small fee. I said, well, of course. So long story short, I raced Scotty Taylor's Pro 2 in 2013. And, um, boy, I have a lot more fun watching, but <laughs> it, is, it is so intense. I remember turn one, I was like, okay, hang on. And it was it, – it's <laughs> – I tell you what, I I love my trophy truck after racing Pro Two. It is, it, it is certainly something else. Those guys are absolutely insane, and uh, I would love to do it again. I think if I do it again, I do it in a Pro Four because I got a little more experience now in a pro in a trophy truck with a four wheel drive. So, um, but I, I do love going back there. I love everything about the about Crandon. The I mean, we went, we went last year and it was Kid Rock was there, so I don't know how they're going to top that. But we'll definitely be back next year for it. And we might we might race something. I think my dad and I were talking about maybe renting some of those stock trucks and just having fun and going door to door at like, you know, forty miles an hour versus a hundred. So, um, 
we're not sure yet, but we'll definitely be back. Yeah, I know uh, Street Bike Tommy was back there, and he's a buddy of mine, and uh, he he showed up, and some guy with a stock truck gave him the truck, and Tommy went out there, and he's like, he had the time of his life, <laughs> and I'm like, I could see almost like a celebrity stock truck division. Just get a bunch of like trophy truck guys and celebrities, I, and everybody go in there and just bang and bump and have fun. That would be awesome. Kind of like this, kind of like the, uh, the all-star celebrity softball game they have before, like the home run derby yeah. or whatever. Just like a and they could just do it on like the short track. They could just have like yeah. you know uh, me, Mark, and Luke, and and Andy, and <laughs> I mean I think Rob and Bryce already raced Pro Two or Pro Four. So yeah, you get a bunch of random people, a couple uh, I don't know celebrities from all walks of life, and go door to door. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a blast, man. But well, I got uh, we're up against a time break, buddy. But uh, it was great catching up, man. Congratulations again on the uh, win down there in Baja. We'll definitely be uh, pulling for you in uh, in a couple of months at the Baja One Thousand. Cool. Hey, thank you, Jim, for having me on. Yeah, we just—I tell you what—it's like almost a dream come true. I still, I still really don't believe it, but um, you know, all the phone calls and texts I've gotten from from all pretty much everyone uh, makes it seem real. And so we're excited for the Ball 1000. Um, we're going to take what we learned from this race and, and make it even better at the next one, and hopefully wrap up the year with a win like we started. Well, thanks a lot, Dan. I mean, uh, always fun catching up with you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, McMillan family, uh, what can you say? They've given so much to the sport of off-road and, uh, you know, generations going back to Corky. And then, uh, obviously, uh, you got Mark and his brother Scott. And now you've got, uh, you know, the trio of Dan and Luke and Andy. And, uh, you know, don't, don't forget, there, there's, you know, Jessica McMillan. I mean, McMillan family, it, it runs deep. It runs deep, and you got to think at some point, you know, you know, Dan's, you know, future kids, and Luke's future kids, and obviously Andy's kids, uh, you know, they're going to be the next generation of stars of off road as well. And you know, they've done so much not only for Score but the Off Road Motorsports Hall of Fame. I encourage you if you haven't um, pick it up. I think Race Desert. I think uh, Dirtco's got it. Uh, you can get the McMillan book, the McMillan Family Book, and uh, it, Marty Fioka wrote. It's a phenomenal thing. It's basically a piece of off road history. So, you know, it's dedicated to the family, but there's so much more than that. And uh, it, it tells the stories of off-road and, you know, from a time that, uh, you know, wasn't really well documented, but the McMillan archives are phenomenal. And it's really, I mean, it's a coffee table book. The thing's thick. I mean, it's a couple inches thick, hardcover, beautiful photos. It is absolutely worth owning. If you're not only an off-road fan but a motorsports fan, check it out. Buy it because i got to tell you, it's probably going to be, uh, you know, something that you look at quite frequently. I mean, I, I flip through it. It's on my desk at the office. And, uh, you know, i got to tell you, there's always something new I find in that book or a photo that I missed. And it's not just, like I said before, all about the McMillans, just off-road in general, a lot of off-road history. And it's a great, great piece of uh, nostalgia and history, and everybody should own uh, own a copy of that book. And I'm fortunate uh, to have one. I know my dad's got one. Mark gave us both, sent us some and signed them, and just a, a phenomenal read. And, from, you know, just really, if you don't even read it, just flip through and look at all the pictures. Insane. Really, really good stuff. So, uh, yeah, that being said, um, you know, we are uh, – we're going to take a short commercial break here, and uh, we come back. I guess we got closing thoughts, and uh, we're going to close up the show. Uh, it's been a great one, man. This is uh, this one for the books. Uh, Matt Martelli, Dan McMillan, Ed Carpenter, Kelly Crandall. A whole lot packed into two hours, and i got to tell you, I had a whole heck of a lot of fun hosting it. So we're going to t- take a short commercial break. We'll be back here to wrap things up right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Here wrapping things up with a banger of a show. Big thanks to all our guests, Kelly, Ed, Dan, Matt, for uh, for coming on the show. Uh, man, it uh, definitely was a fun one to host. I love shows like this where you get uh, such a, uh, an eclectic mix of uh, athletes from and personalities from so many different disciplines in motorsports and allow us to go in so many different directions and chat. But, uh, yeah, UTV World Championship coming up this next weekend. Tune into the live stream. I will be holding it down on Saturday along with Mia Chapman. And, uh, you know, it's going to be Friday as well when I'm racing, so you can tune in, watch the fun. It's going to be a lot of fun out there in Lake Havasu, so really looking forward to that. Uh, we will have a show next week. Uh, we're just going to slide it in and fit it in when we can. It might end up being a podcast on Podcast One or something like that. But uh, big thanks to all our supporters, General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish, GSPX TV, Oxels, Optimus Starters, uh, iRacing, everybody that continues to support us. Man, we couldn't do it without you. Don't forget get General Tire. They got that promotion going on for uh, the $100 Visa prepaid card when you buy four General Tires. We got a uh, promotion going on on social media with GSPX TV axles. We're giving away a free set of axles. 
Dirtfish, yeah, you want a discount at Dirtfish? Everybody does. They want to go up there and get some classes at Jim Beaver 15, or excuse me, it's just Jim Beaver 15. That will get you a 15% discount on all your classes. And then additionally, um, you know, uh, we've got a, a great promotion going with iRacing, PR-Jim Beaver, and that's going to get you a 50% off when you sign up for iRacing. And, uh, man, it's uh, good stuff. BetOnline.ag, use the coupon code PODCAST1. You want to bet on some sports? Yeah, that one's going to get you a discount as well. So let me tell you, we got a lot of, a lot of good stuff, a lot of great partners supporting the show and couldn't do it without them. Uh, I am at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. If you want to give me a follow, don't forget, go over to Apple Podcasts, smash the subscribe button. Let them know you like us by leaving a rating as well. If you want to leave a review, it even helps out even more. So lots of good stuff to come here on the show. Like I said, UTV World Championship this weekend. I know been hit up by a few people. No, we won't be on site doing a live radio show uh you know due to COVID-19 and a bunch of other things going on but uh yeah I can promise you uh we are going to get back to doing live remote shows next year my promise is it will happen I know I miss it as much as you guys do and I can't wait to get back on site with uh, Tiffany Stone and everybody else and you know locking it down and holding it down um you know I know we're gonna have her back and uh you know Chris the owner of Tower Rankings coming soon so uh, we're gonna get back to a normal uh schedule here on the show but uh man it's been crazy but uh you guys have a great week and see you next time on the General Tired on a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.